Welcome to the Experiencing Joy in Jesus Christ podcast. I'm Brother Webb. And I'm Brother Anderson. Excited for today's journey of joy. Let's go. Hello, everybody. I'm Brother Webb. This is my close friend, Brother Anderson. How are you doing? Good morning. Doing well. Thanks. Good. It is Friday morning, September 9th. We are taking a shot at our very first podcast ever for Institute, and we're excited to go on this journey and learn with you. We do ask for your patience because we're first timers here, and we're going to do our best and have confidence that we'll get better as we go. So I just want to welcome everybody and explain a little bit about what we're doing. Uh, As you know, and maybe you don't know, but we are teaching a class, Brother Anderson and I are teaching two different classes, but it's the same topic, same material. It's called Answering My Gospel Questions, a brand new class by the church that is exciting a lot of people and exciting us. And so our, our plan here is to each week after we teach our institute classes to just do kind of a recap, a summary. If you weren't able to make it institute, you can know at least what was talked about, or maybe institute doesn't really fit into your life right now, but 10 minutes, 15 minutes a week would. And so this is an opportunity for you to get some of that same spiritual edification without necessarily having to be there each week if it doesn't work for you. So uh, we're excited about this. Uh, Just a little intro to the class itself. This podcast is called Experiencing Joy in Jesus Christ because we think it's going to carry on from semester to semester and not just be this one class. Uh, Brother Anderson, tell me your feelings about this title, Experiencing Joy in Jesus Christ, and how it fits into Institute Experience. Uh, I think that this is such a great focus. Our focus should be the Savior. Whatever we're studying, whether that's Come Follow Me uh, or any of the books, I think it's great with this topic because we'll be wrestling with lots of issues and questions and and just stay focused on him, I think will be super helpful. Awesome. So we'll always come back to that. No matter what we're talking about, we'll always come back to experiencing joy in Jesus Christ. Excited to do so. To, To give everybody a little bit of information about this particular course, Answering My Gospel Questions, it's designed to provide us with opportunities to have relevant, open, honest, and edifying discussions about the gospel. And it's related to topics that students select. And that's exciting because it's not prescribed to us. Here's here's the topics you're going to dive into and wrestle with. As a class, yeah, we'll choose what those topics are. And my students in Chapel Hill, North Carolina may choose different things than Brother Anderson's students, and we'll be able to bring those into the podcast and talk about them from week to week. So I had class last night, Brother Anderson, you had class on Wednesday, right? And so yep. uh, this can be fun. Let's just dive into it a little bit. Um, I think we, did we start the same way in our class? So I think we actually flipped it. I think uh, you started with what I ended with. Okay. Uh, yeah, yeah. Let, let's jump into that. Uh, what you ended with, I think you felt like that was powerful. I thought so at the beginning. So uh, those who are watching this with the video, I'm gonna I'm gonna pull up uh, an image here, but we'll describe it well enough so that those who are just listening to the audio can can know what's going on. Uh, the source of truth and and this conversation about why it's essential that we look to Heavenly Father and Jesus Christ as the ultimate source of truth. And all the questions that we're going to ask and all the things that we're going to talk about, 
we, why is it important? What did you guys talk about in your class, brother Anderson, about why it's important to recognize that the first person, the best truth source of truth is our heavenly father and his son, Jesus Christ. I loved uh, the point that my students made, not just that, of course, God knows all um, and he knows everything, but I was very interested in their faith and testimony that the other reason why we should approach God uh, and our Savior uh, as the first source of truth is how well they know each of our students. Uh, and I really felt that from them. You know, I trust these people. Why would I not go to them? And on top of that, they know everything. Uh, and so I thought that was a great point. Yeah, I was inspired by a few students talking about the element of patience involved with that trust. If I believe that God has all truth and that there are answers to the questions that I have, then that allows me to be patient in his timing to deliver that truth to me. That was, that was inspiring to me. That is great. Um, what else, any, anything else that came out of this discussion that's on your mind a couple of days later? I like the idea of the second question that, you know, our prophet has asked us over and over and over to hear him. And often, uh, the spirit is the medium by which we hear him. Uh, and my class focused a little bit on what are the things that we do personally and as a class together uh, to invite that spirit? Um, and I think that in, in lessons coming up, we'll discuss that a little bit. How do we make sure that we maintain the spirit as we wrestle with questions that are obviously going to have um, various opinions? Uh, and, but I think that's an important key to mention up front. Yeah, I, I agree. So glad that we can dive into questions and and look at things that trouble us and maybe things that don't trouble us, but are just curious and know that there are answers to every single question. Something that I think both of us talked about, I, I really love this question. I pointed this out in class last night, like, it's a good question. <laughs> what do we need to understand about the source of truth before we even bring our questions to him? Brother Anderson, what did you learn as you thought about that? So my students, the very first thing that they brought up, uh, he is merciful. He's so kind. And don't be worried if you feel like I'm not saying it the right way. I, in my prayers, I just, I don't think I'm expressing he knows. And he knows our hearts and he's merciful uh, and he's going to answer. And then I had a, a rebuttal from another student who said, but I also think we've got to be careful. Uh, I think that like Joseph, uh, there were times that he had an answer and he knew and he kept asking. Uh, and, and what came from that um, was this idea of we have to have trust and faith that that our Heavenly Father is going to answer us. But I think he wants us to have that same trust and, and faith in ourselves, that we can receive those answers, that we can be confident in our ability to hear him. And I thought that was a beautiful balance. He's merciful and he's kind and, and don't get caught up. And I have to have the perfect way to ask this question. 
that he's, he'll answer us and, and give us those answers, but also to be careful and, and be confident in your ability to receive those answers. Uh, Joseph came up in our class as well. Somebody asked a question actually in class about why do people get different answers when um, the same God is responding to what appears to be mm. a similar circumstance? That's great. And and that's a wonderful question. And there was a great uh, discussion about it. Um, and Joseph was one of the examples. Another person brought up to me, this was after class, actually. A student talked to me about how we sometimes hear what we want to hear. And so, you know, the message might be one thing and it's interpreted through experience um, differently. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, in, in church leadership opportunities, I've had the the opportunity to counsel people and they did not hear what I said, if that makes sense. <laughs> and so sometimes we hear what we want to, we want to hear. Um, back to that question though. The other point that, that struck me was that phrase from James one, right? Where um, if we lack wisdom, we can ask of God who giveth to all men liberally and upbraideth not, um, upbraideth meaning like right, not being annoyed or frustrated or like tired of us asking. And maybe he we have gotten the answer, and we go back to him. He's not sitting there like, "Are you serious? Right. Yeah. Like you're asking this again?" That's not in God's nature to do so. And knowing that gives me confidence that that I can ask questions and it's okay if I've gotten the answer before and it's okay if I'm struggling to act. Of course, he wants me to act. He wants me to respond. He wants me to, to go and do, but he's not annoyed by me. Okay. Yeah, uh, I love that idea. Our students talked about that as well, that it's okay to say, I think this is what I'm hearing. Will you restate that for me? Okay. Yeah. And, and, and uh, again, that mercy came in and, uh, and we can, we can do that. And that's who he is. Doesn't elder Scott talk about that in some of his materials where he, he shares some experiences of writing down some impressions that he had, and then he'll read those impressions back in prayer to heavenly father saying, is this what I was supposed to capture? Yeah. Right. I, that's a really cool way to approach Heavenly Father and say, here's what I think I'm hearing. Is this right? Yeah. Can I give another thought uh, from the scriptures? Um, we've got the man who comes to the Savior and says, please come. Uh, my daughter is sick. And he's going through. We, we we he's going through the crowd, and we have this interlude where the woman touches his garments. He turns around to stop. Uh, but it's so interesting. Um, his servants come and say, "Don't trouble him anymore." Right. She's dead. Right. And uh, I love what happens next. He continues, and he goes, and um, it isn't. The savior doesn't seem to be troubled by the one that keeps asking, and keeps pushing. And keeps seeking. He is troubled by those that laugh him to scorn. And they're asked to go. And the guy that's seeking and asking the questions 
gets to stay. I think that's so interesting. He's not bothered or put out by our questions. In fact, we probably should be careful not to be put out by our by our laughing. Yeah. By our unbelief. Yeah. That's really, really good. I'm I'm glad you shared that. I I want to talk about President Nelson. I think you guys did as well. This was recent, right? This is May. He's talking to all the young adults in the church. And he talks about the same topic of our class, which is, is fascinating. He says, as you make your testimony your highest priority, watch for miracles to happen in your life. If you have questions, and I hope you do, seek answers with the fervent desire to believe. Learn all you can about the gospel and be sure to turn to truth filled sources for guidance. We live in the dispensation when nothing shall be withheld. Thus in time, the Lord will answer our questions. Now him, him continuing in the meantime, in the meantime of what? Well, while you're waiting for your answers to your questions, which by the way, President Nelson says, I hope you have them. Immerse yourselves in the rich reservoir of revelation we have at our fingertips. I promise that doing so will strengthen your testimony, even if some of your questions are not yet answered. Your sincere questions asked in faith will always lead to greater faith and more knowledge. And then the last part of this, if friends and family should step away from the church, continue to love them. It is not for you to judge another's choice any more than you deserve to be criticized for staying faithful. Now, please hear what I, what hear, hear me when I say, do not be led astray by those whose doubts may be fueled by things you cannot see in their lives. Most of all, let your skeptical friends see how much you love the Lord and his gospel. Surprise their doubting hearts with your believing heart. As you take charge of your testimony and cause it to grow, you will become a more potent instrument in the hands of the Lord. You will be inspired by a better cause, the cause of Jesus Christ. Brother Anderson, what did your students, how do they respond to President Nelson? What are your thoughts? So we had a great discussion uh, about nothing be, being withheld. But I also love how he starts and ends that quote with taking charge of your testimony. Uh, at the end of my class, what I, I just asked, you know, what are you taking away from today? And one of my students said this, you know what? I, I have questions. Um, They've kind of been there, but I've never really taken the initiative to look for the answers. And I'm leaving today with a desire to be proactive in finding the answers to those questions. And I love that they're leaving with that desire. Uh, to me, that embodies that statement from President Nelson. I'm choosing to take charge of my testimony and make it a priority. Uh, I need to find answers and grow closer and receive the promised blessings as I do. I thought it was great. Yeah, there, there actually is danger in not asking those questions, right? And sitting on the simplicity side that we also talked about in class, we can't get into in the podcast, but the there is danger in just saying, well, I'm just going to push these questions aside and not seeking for answers faithfully, right? Through the ultimate source of truth, Um there's great power and strength in that. I love that quote. We'll put a, quote, a link to that quote in the talk in, in the podcast details. But the questions, and I hope you have them, President Nelson said, 
will always strengthen your faith when approached in the right way. So these aren't things to be scared of. Uh, I don't need to worry about having questions. Uh, I can take all of them to the source of truth and begin to find some, some answers. And even when I don't, the journey of discovery is often more powerful than the actual answers themselves, right? Like going through this faith inspired activity is just as important as, oh, here's actually the answer to what I was seeking. So brother, what if I have a, a student wise view on their years. I get so excited about this idea and, and my mind starts running and I think I end up in places where I think oh, the mysteries of heaven are going to be revealed to me, you know? And uh, one of my students just made the comment, you know what? I think this class is going to help me really study and really get into the gospel, but I bet we'll end up in this class talking about the, the basics of the gospel, the doctrine of Christ all the time. And that was such a good anchor for me uh, to remember as I search for these questions and I really am diligent that often um, we're going to go back to the, the basic principles of the gospel, faith, repentance, uh, the Holy Ghost, our covenants, that's what's going to anchor us. And so I, I appreciated him doing that for me. That's beautiful. And and that really brings us full circle to what we're doing here and, and what we're trying to accomplish with experiencing joy in Jesus Christ. Uh, we're so grateful for the joy that we feel as students teach us uh, as we get to uh, dialogue about gospel truth. The simple gospel truths bring joy in all circumstances. And that joy comes through Jesus. Uh, as we said before, this is our first time doing this. We don't know what we're doing. We're going to do the best we can, hoping this is just more accessible to people and know that uh, lives are busy and you can't always make it to where you want to be. And this gives you the chance to, to get a little bit um, if you're not able to be present. Or maybe you were in class this week and just wanted to, to think a little bit more about it. So we're grateful uh, for all the wonderful people involved in the Institute program who come faithfully and those who wish they could come or those who are try are still unsure about whether Institute is, is a part of who they are and where they want to be. There's, there's room for everybody. And we're grateful for this chance to, to share it with you. Uh, I don't know how we close out podcasts, but I think we uh, just say goodbye. What do you, what do you do? Sounds good to me. <laughs> Have a great week, everybody. We Thanks, will uh, talk to you soon. Bye.